You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. So welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. It's been a busy couple of weeks for us. In fact, we're getting ready this Thursday to do uh, an event on the road at Batesville Liquor Co. Alan Henderson, who played basketball at IU, then in the NBA, has his own brand of Liquor and Spirits will be at Batesville Liquor Co. We will be there doing a podcast with him. That starts at this Thursday at 5.30. So, you know what? It's the Christmas season. We're going to go back to 2020 and revisit our best Christmas memories on Cross the Line 1524. Do you guys hear that? What is that? What is that noise? Could it be? Oh my gosh, I believe it is. Welcome to a special Christmas edition of Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Ruben Hunt. And uh, we've had a little. Uh, <laughs> and Table 12. The Let's table. hear it for Table 12. Yeah. Yeah. And who's yeah. the guy hey, at the end of Table 12? And at the end of ta- Table 12, we have Santa. Santa's here tonight. So good old Saint Nick made an appearance at the. Rusted Nail Speakeasy. It's the Christmas party for Cross the Line 1524. So we'd like to welcome all of you to our Christmas party. Yes. I got to tell you, I'm pumped. I'm I'm pumped up. You know, it's hard to get rev- It's hard to get me revved up for Christmas. Yeah. But you know, we start getting into a couple weeks. I'm I'm getting ready to go. And between last night, you know, Robin and I went around and saw some neat Christmas lights. And then right. tonight has just been the bomb, man. It's That's just awesome. this has been a great night. Yes. It's been a great night. Great dinner. Um, Surprise entry by Santa himself. Yeah, That's right. It was and, pretty uh, amazing. I am pumped. Yeah. So Christmas really started today for Mary and I. You know, we uh, today we decorated the rust and nail speakeasy, put tree up there. Nice job, by the way. You guys haven't seen. <coughs> excuse me, haven't seen the tree up in the house yet. No. Uh, We're not allowed upstairs. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to show you that. Um, so I have to tell you a story. So we have a lot of Christmas trees here. And then usually, when I say a lot, I think we have four artificial trees. And normally, I put a live tree in. And the last two years, I haven't. So this year, we were going to do a live tree and a couple Christmas tree, one down in the speakeasy, a couple, because we have multiple living areas. And we were going to put big trees up there. Well, earlier this week, she had ordered an ornament for a gift for somebody. And we're in the kitchen. She goes, yes, here's the ornament. She holds it up, and out of nowhere comes the cat who bats it halfway across the room. (laughs) So I said, so much for Christmas trees in the house. Oh, wow. Because that cat, you just know what's going to happen there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We we do have a Christmas tree. I'll tell you. I've got a remedy for that. I know you do. I know you do. So we do have one Christmas tree in the main house. It's um, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. actually a Charlie go. Brown tree. One of my favorites. One ornament hanging on it, red one, and hey, oh, yeah. that's the best. You tree. know, 
this is a little bit different year for Christmas for everybody. It is. Oh, uh, yeah. It is. So, uh, Alan, was last year the first year you didn't put up a real Christmas tree? Last year was the first year. So, we can blame 2020 on you not putting the Christmas tree? That's it. Tree? That's it. Yeah. So, the old house has 10-foot ceilings in it. So, um, I used to, you know, when I got done remodeling, I'm like, we're, this, we're putting big trees in. So, it's kind of sad. I'll tell the story here, and Jeff will know it right away. So, I have a family that has a Christmas tree farm. And that was our big deal. Every year at Thanksgiving, we go to the Thackeray Christmas tree farm. And that was Thackeray. But you said family. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So He's, yeah. he's related to everybody yeah. but yeah. me and you. Okay. Yeah. So we'd go to the Christmas tree farm. Uh, we cut down our own tree. Uh, it was great because <clears throat> I'll speak a little bit, Bill Thackeray, you know, as I was a kid. So. Uh, Bill's wife, Lean, and my mom are cousins, first cousins. So as a kid, I'm sure you guys had Bill Thackeray maybe as a principal or a teacher. Yeah, Yeah. he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he had him as a principal. I went to church with him, 4-H leader. Yeah. yeah. So Bill, you know, growing up, he was always very inquisitive and very talkative. And, uh, you know, when I moved back from Florida, he was like, ah, I'm glad you're back. And he was into to doing, wanting to know what we were doing with tractors. In fact, the gooseneck trailer that's here, I bought from Bill. My dad and I bought. Bill goes, I got a trailer to be perfect for those, those hauling those tractors. So we go over to get it, and he goes, hey, you need to come in here and check my barn out. So he has a wood miser sawmill, saws all this lumber. He's got all this poplar, you know, and is, he was so proud of it. Um, so, you know, we talked... I shouldn't be talking about this on Christmas, but we talked a little bit about pharmaceuticals and uh, different drugs sure. and Alzheimer's and all well, that kind of stuff. He's a former science teacher. Yeah, so. so you have a man that's just, every time he saw you, he would just talk your head off and now doesn't. Uh, and I hope one day there's cures for stuff like that. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's, I will say this, and, um, there's days that uh, when you see him and he talks to you and he knows exactly who you are and how you doing, how's everything been, and the next day not so much. And I I look forward to the day that the Christmas miracle is when people have uh, uh, stuff like that that they know who you are and yeah. and remember everything. So yeah. uh, I don't know how we got on that subject, but <laughs> Christmas <laughs> trees. So yeah, so every year we'd go to um, a day after Thanksgiving we'd go to the Thackeray Tree Farm cut down our own tree bring it in um and the bad part about that is is about finally about a week after new year's i'd haul it out and half of it would stay in the house on the carpet and then you'd have to vacuum it all up and so yeah last year was the first year we didn't have a live tree so well we started when we built our house and we had 30 or 40 some acres and tons of cedar trees so when the kids were little, I thought, well, this will be cool. We're going to, you know, ours was we put cedar trees up. So right. you had this house, right. smell of cedar. Love the smell of so we'd grab the saw, and me and the kids would go down the field, and we'd find a tree. And we had big ceilings, too. We, so we'd come up. Well, we started the first year was a, you know, 12, 13-foot tree, and they slowly got smaller because that's a pain to deal with. Like yeah. Said, the yeah. cedar trees are, are, are as bad, if not worse, than the pine trees because yeah. when they get dry, man, they yeah. are just a mess. And Yeah. You know, uh, two years ago, we went from going live tree for years to 
an artificial, and then I got really lazy with an artificial pre-lit. So, so, <laughs> so artificial pre- that one. So it was Walmart. Good um, the Friday after Thanksgiving sale, like seventy nine right. bucks. Black Friday, so, yeah. Black Friday pre-lit for seventy nine bucks. I'm like. Can't be dead. I love our pre-lit, but I still miss our real tree. I, I miss the real tree. So I remember as a kid when we had a real tree, we had what was called the C9 bulbs. It weren't the real big bulbs. It was the next step down. Yeah. You know, I had those, and it was just, you know, of course, there were so many house fires started by those. Right. They didn't right. have those. But they were cool, that. though. They were cool. <laughs> they were cool. So my... my my dad used to always have Christmas lights on a house and it had the bigger uh, right. D, uh, I forget what they were, D something. Yeah. So every year we, when I got older, I got to help put those up. So the nails were still there from the five previous years. And and every time you had a loaf of bread, back then there was twist ties on yeah. bread instead of the plastic right. clip. So my mom would save those twist ties. just before zip strips and right. all that stuff. Right. Oh, so yeah. you climb up there with a bread tie right. and tie the lights on the nail that had been there for, you don't know, 10 years or something. So. Right. Some great memories. Yeah, so with, with me when I was a kid, it was cedar trees. We had cedar trees all over the place, so it was usually a cedar tree that went up. And then I've had an uncle for as long as I can remember had a tree lot up in Cincinnati. Up right. on, oh, that's awesome, on, man. Up on Glenway Avenue, had a tree yep. lot. Uh, and, you know, when I was in high school and even in college, I worked for him at the tree lot. Most uh, In Cincinnati, right? My yeah. brothers, most of my brothers at one time or another, and uh, my son, Mark, he worked for him. And he's that. still, he's still selling, he's he's in his mid-80s. Yeah. And he's still selling Christmas trees on Glenway Avenue every, That's cool. every awesome. year. Awesome. So. so it was amazing, you know, when uh, Thackeray's had a tree farm, they could grow, grow <coughs> everything except blue spruce trees they would not grow so really? he would he had a deal with a tree farm up in northern ohio if i recall right so he takes some trees up there and in return bring some blue spruce down so there was something about the ground here he could not get blue yeah, spruce. I think it's the acid, the acid yeah yeah typically so it was uh yep. i learned a lot about christmas trees for several years there it was pretty amazing so so you know is everybody ready for Christmas? You got your Christmas shopping done? No. No? I am, I am so far behind this year. Actually, uh, the my two sons and I are going tomorrow. We always have a... We started a few years ago. Uh, they, the guy day? Guy day, right? <laughs> and uh, Which just includes chicken wings and a brew somewhere. <laughs> hey, can we and, uh, get on that? Get can on we, that? Absolutely. Can we go? Uh, yeah, be at the house at 8. We'll be ready to roll. No, just tell us where you're going to wings. <laughs> okay. yeah. That's the first thing Cody said. I sent a message out and said, hey, guys, Christmas tomorrow. And they're like, yeah. And they go, does this include lunch? Like, absolutely. <laughs> there uh, you go. So we try to do that and make it. A, and then my grandson is four. And I told Cody, you know, listen, don't be afraid to bring him along, right? It's the start of the tradition. So, um, but we're going tomorrow, and we usually take a couple weeks before we can take it Sunday, and it's basically a guy's day out and stuff. But uh, I, I don't, I don't know. We don't really push out this gift thing too much at our house because uh, well, I give the gift of time now, and I started this about six years ago, and Margie and I decided that. Stuff is nice, but we'd rather give time, so we've been given vacations. And uh, we've done four cruises in the last six years for Christmas. And I can tell you, we've had some absolutely great times. And um, we still give gifts, but we, I've just decided that time means more important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody would disagree. No. 
No, the memories last forever. Stuff, yeah. is, stuff yeah. is stuff. Stuff is stuff, and you can get it any place. Memories right. is a right. little bit different. And the older you get, you understand that more. Absolutely. You know, every yes. year it's you understand it more and more. So, yeah, it, it, it's... Yeah, you know, my, um, and, and again, the kids always want to know what you want for Christmas. And there's, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's nothing they can afford right. that I want, you know. So, <laughs> Thank you. you know, exactly. Lam- Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so it, it's, you know. Um, Come help so me. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, just show yeah. up. And, so it's funny. And of course, and of course, you know, you guys know this year, um, you know, with Mark out in Utah and the last couple of years that he's been out there, he was in town for Christmas, which was great. It's not going to happen this year, but he was in town just uh, just last week. And actually, we kind of in between. Yeah, yeah, we got him at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. So right. we opened up the Speakeasy on a was that a Tuesday night, a Wednesday night, Tuesday Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Mark and his girlfriend and Melody and her fiance. So we had a Montag night. That's at great. The speakeasy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they 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 thought that was the coolest thing. They had really enjoyed that too. Good. So, Good. Um, but um, but you know, so it'll be kind of for them. You know, we're you know UPS Christmas to them, and uh, well, they have to start their own we'll traditions, right? And um, yeah, kind of so yeah. and other than that, I I I think we're we're pretty near done. I mean, Robin and I. Um, Again, well, this year we decided we're getting our new whole house generator. That was kind right. of our gift right. to awesome. each other. Right, right. So that's yeah. uh, that's coming, and and that's the. I big looked one. into that too, by the way. But uh, yeah, so you know, so it's that kind of stuff, you know. Right. And, you know when you get when you get to to this point in life, you know, those kind of things, and then, like you said, you know, it's just about time with family. And with friends, and yes, tonight right. is just like I said. I am pumped. This has been from start to finish tonight. This has been great, and uh, and I'm ready to go for Christmas now. I am really fired up. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, two of the four of us have grandkids. Dwayne and yes. I. Dwayne and I have grandkids, and uh, you, the other two do not. And. Uh, I, I told someone yesterday that if I knew grandkids were this great, I would have skipped over kids. <laughs> right. I well, tell my daughter that all the time. <laughs> right. You know, Dad. I'll, I'll be. T- I'll tell you that I'm looking forward to that day, but um, um, I'll I'll patiently wait yep. for it. As and well. you should. Yeah. And yeah. I'm with Alan on that one. Yeah. We're, we're good yeah. right now. Well, yeah. you know, and I'm I'm very close with my sons, and we like to do things, and and. You know, with my my history, you guys know my family history stuff. But Christmases mean everything to me, and where we've had life issues and stuff with children, with our children and stuff like that. When it, every Christmas was a was another Christmas for us, and right, it's still right, that way. And, right. You know, it's important. And, and you know, this week we've had this year we've had COVID. You know, we've had Alan here that was with us that was very sick for a long time, and and Jeff lost a family member. So this Christmas is even more special too. So. I think it's even better. Yeah. So, I'll, so I haven't even started Christmas shopping, <laughs> and that's okay, right? It's I'll perfect. be honest. That's so, great. so my wife, however, Mary has. So it's funny. I'll come home from work. I'm like, hey, there's a couple boxes here. I'm, oh, you're not supposed to see that. You're not supposed to see that. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling the same thing. So, so Santa's been delivering, and yeah, and the Santa's check been delivering. So, the- I will say, I, ha- I, I said I haven't done shopping. I've done some for my sons. Uh, I got uh, some couple thousand rounds of ammunition. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, for Mary, you know, there's one place I usually go in town, 
Yeah, it's like a jewelry store type place. Well, she yeah. has you. What yeah. more could she ask? For? Well, yeah, no. that means you got, I mean, yeah. that's, a that's a jewel in itself. <laughs> but I, I'm going to say, you know, to everybody out there, shop local if you can. Please, uh, we've yes. I've always supported. Uh, there used to be a couple more businesses in town that had stuff that, uh, that right. don't have anymore. So I try to shop local as much as I can. Uh, unfortunately, there's still a local jewelry store in town, right. which is awesome. Um, so you know, let's give them a little plug. It's Richie Jewelers in Brookville, Indiana. Yep. Um, Where are they at? They're right on, on Main, Street. Main Street on Brook in Brookville. <laughs> didn't, so didn't here's know that. here's what's cool about Richie Jewelers. So um, I've been buying from for several years. I bought her engagement ring there. We bought her wedding bands there. So we had the maple syrup open house, and guess who walked in and That's bought right. syrup and stuff from That's us? Right. So it's all about giving back. Right. So you know. Um, I can't say enough about giving to local businesses uh, because those are the, I think Dwayne said it when we did our pandemic uh, podcast, those are the businesses that when they can help your kids, help sponsor stuff. Right. You know, it Walmart's not going to sponsor the local softball team no. or t-ball team, but Richard, Richie Jewelers might. There, there's, and in town, there's not that many left here in town. Open. Right. So if you can, and I'm, I'm going to say this for any town, if you can support your local businesses in town, and yes, it may cost a couple of dollars more to do that, but it's well worth it. Right. And it's That's no more town. than driving out of town. Exactly. But like, exactly. But the thing is, when they're gone, they're gone. Right. Nobody's right. going to, there's the next person isn't going to go, hey, I'm going to go put a jewelry store back in Brookville because anybody that thinks about it's going to go well the last one didn't make it why didn't they make it well they probably didn't have enough business so So Richie Jewelers have been here forever yes Uh, it's not Richie's don't own it anymore but they sold it and new owners but um, so I'm going to anybody that's ever bought a diamond before so right away I go in there and I've total disclosure <clears throat> it's not the first time i've been married so i've been down this road buying a diamond <laughs> so he goes did you rent the- <laughs> he goes <laughs> sorry <laughs> i thought of it i got the bulk discount oh <laughs> uh, i guess uh, you just got in the barrel yeah. <laughs> all right oh, so i go in there and uh, he knows me right away <laughs> And he goes, you got the maple syrup, the sugar shack, you know? Yeah, I'm right. Like, yeah, that's me. I go, I'm getting married now. I need to get an engagement room. <clears throat> so he goes, let's talk about the ring the ring first, not the diamond. Right. So we pick out a ring. And he goes, now what, what kind of diamond? What shape of diamond? So I tell him, and he goes, what carrot? So I tell him, and he goes, okay. So he goes, what price range? So I'm like, well, I'm really kind of... You know, I'm in my. Right. Uh, it's not my first time. Uh, I'm not 20. Uh, you know, I, I got a little bit more money than I had when I was 20. So you know, I'm pretty open. He goes, okay. I'm gonna bring four diamonds in here and let you look at all four of them. If you like one, pick it out. If you don't, we'll get four more in. So I go back and a week later, and he's got four diamonds and they're all in, in individual packages. You look at them under the microscope. Right. He goes. Here's this one. This is the most economical one. Look at it, and right away you can see there's stuff wrong. You know, you see the carbon. Yeah. Right. So I move, and finally, I mean, the last one. I'm like, well, this is the one. He goes, okay. He says, and this is uh, we can mount this, and so he gives me the number. He goes, you know what? You're local. What another twenty percent off that number, and bam. 
And that was it. That was it. You know, you go to all those brand name places, you've only got the choice of the diamond that's in the thing right there. Right. You yeah. know, you don't have the choice of the ring itself and, and the mount. It. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I know what I paid back in the 90s for a ring and what I paid in, you know, 28. 17 when we got engaged to actually get that right yeah we got married in 2018 <laughs> so I, I paid about the same for a diamond twice the quality wow in carrot wow because i went to somebody that said hey this is and this is a local place they care about the people locally so you know, I passed the information on to Josh, my son, and guess where he got his engagement ring for his future wife, Maddie. So That's great. I'm just saying this for all those folks out there in all the little towns. Give your small town businesses, uh, give them your business because that's the only way they survive. And so. this time of year, especially, and especially with, you know, you hate to keep beating the, beating the dead horse, but the way this year has been, the little town businesses are the ones that are hurting. They were the ones that have been shut down. Struggling. You know, because of shutdowns or whatever. The big box stores have miraculously been allowed to stay open and don't seem to spread anything. But uh, the little guys have been shut down. So, yeah, it's even more important this year to help them get through this year till next year. Because, you know, as we've said before, when you're softball, baseball, whatever little league teams come around, the big box stores aren't going to be sponsoring those teams. It's all those little businesses around that, that keep things float. Exactly. I thought a good topic for Christmas would be our, our, our best Christmas memories and maybe some of our um, not-so-good Christmas memories. Sure, yeah. So I'd like yeah. to start with our some of our best Christmas memories. I, I'd say, what I'm going to say is growing up as, <clears throat> in our younger years. Not, not now but so much, but in our younger years – you know what made Christmas so special to us growing up? So who wants to start this? I'll start. I, I it just popped in my head the, the favorite. I mean, it was a favorite present, I guess. I don't know if you ever little stomper. Oh, four, the little battery four four, stomper four by four. Little they were great. It's oh, my, it's great. dumbest thing in the world. It went straight. You put a battery in, turn it on, it went straight. Right. But it was the coolest thing in the world. And I got them for Christmas that year, and we had an erector set in the basement. So I go downstairs and. I'm thinking, I'm going to have a pulling track. So I built a pulling sled for it, and I'm having little truck pulls Christmas afternoon. I got a, I got a working sled. You know, the sled weight goes up, everything. So I'm, me and my brothers, we're having pulls in the basement. And then I got carried away and built a dirt track. You know, so I've got a dirt track for my little stomper with my erector set. And the, I go to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, look at this. This is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, man, I had sent this to the toy company. Oh, nobody's going to want to do that. The next freaking year, stomper pulling kit for your stomper. I'm like, I already did that. Right. So I can tell probably Dwayne is, uh, you know, when you get older, there's this condition called CRS. You ever heard of this? It's called can't remember shit. (laughs) So I'm going to refresh Dwayne's memory. So we had stomper pulls. At the 4-H fair. Oh, I know. I remember it. I I was that, I led that. So he comes in. <laughs> so I, I've got a stomper. So I got a stomper. I'm like, so I thought I was cool. I super glued a couple extra tires to the back, a couple to the front. I'm like, because you could do that. It's all stick together. Yep. Dwayne comes in. He's got like four tires in the front, four in the back, and his great big like cigar back, cigar box power pack. <laughs> He put that thing on. I was like, Zoom. 
<laughs> it was my it was my my track too. It was a portable dirt track pulling track. He's like he's like Tim the Tool Man. I'm like, yeah. are you the one that wanted him to do the stopper pulls? Because you got this down. Well, so. well, we had the stock class and then the unlimited. Me and Alan were in the unlimited class. <laughs> yeah, but he he was more unlimited than me. Trust me. <laughs> oh, oh, it was good though. Those were fun days. Though. You know. Nowadays, the kids don't understand that. That's all about the video games. They don't well, understand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just like that. That was me in the basement hooking batteries to a switch in a cigar box, you know, with wires running to the thing. I mean, it was just all from the sled, you know, I built to the, you know, to the battery box. Sure. They had power to it. It's got more power. <laughs> it was it was good. I mean, I, I, I had a good pull, and he got up and just, <laughs> so I got second place. <laughs> So, Jeff, how about you? Some good grown-up Christmas memories? Well, a lot of them, but I think probably if you talk about that special present, the one I remember the most was, you know, and all the kids say a puppy. Yeah, when I was 11, uh, probably 11, me and my brother used to hang out with a couple guys up the road, and uh, they had beagles, and we were always out just running the beagles, and they had some puppies. And probably, was I, I'm guessing... We were constantly talking about the beagles and going out and riding the beagles and this and that and um, and my dad my dad loved the rabbit hunt you know so that was kind of that was kind of part of us too and uh, and lo and behold my mom got a hold of their dad and uh, come Christmas morning there's one of them beagle pups and I was like wow that was that was pretty special. And and turned out, I mean, it was a special dog. It was a, it was a fantastic uh, rabbit hunting That's dog awesome. for, for, for awesome. us. But but uh, but yeah, those are the things. You know, you, something like that is just something you don't forget. Right, yeah. right, right. That's and, awesome. Uh, but I mean, you know, uh, yeah. Again, we we say it here a lot. I was blessed. I was blessed with uh, um, parents that were always together always supportive and right. always made sure we had had what we needed and then right. a little extra and, right uh, um so you know um you know i just uh too many too many great christmas christmases to, to speak of really exactly rube how about you you know what it's time for a day trip that's right a day trip to historic metamora indiana where you can visit the sap bucket a general store gift shop and snack bar located on Main Street in beautiful historic Metamora, Indiana. Check out the only operational wooden aqueduct in the United States, a water-powered grist mill, and many antique shops, craft vendors, food shops. It's a great place to visit. Hop in your car, take a day trip. That's right. You can check out more information about the Sap Bucket at thesapbucket.com or Metamore Indiana at metamoreindiana.com. Hope to see you soon. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. 
It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Well, it's that time. It's time to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. They've got some special events coming up. Mark your calendars now for Thursday, December 14th from 5.30 to 7.30. You're going to get to meet Alan Henderson in person, former Indiana University basketball star, former NBA star, now has his own line of spirits, Tom Bullock's. He's got Tom Bullock's Burn Orange Bourbon and Tom Bullock's Old Tom Gin with Sweet Lime. That's right. He's going to be live in person at Batesville Liquor Co. on Thursday, December 14th from 5.30 to 7.30. And across the line, 1524 crew will be there as well to do an interview. It's going to be a great time. At Tebby Liquors in Brookville, Indiana, for the rest of the year, they've got bucket drop gift sets. That's right, gift sets. You know, it's bucket drops, got a little bit of everything you need there. They've got gift sets of allocated store pick bourbons. You enter your name in person. If your name's drawn, you get a chance to purchase that gift set. Can't beat that. It includes Blanton's, Eagle Rare, E.H. Taylor, the good stuff. That's what's happening the rest of the year at one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. Stop out, say hi to them, grab some great liquors, beers, wines, you name it, they've got it, and tell them to cross the line, 1524 Crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers, with 14 locations, and they're growing. You know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but you need ice melt, you need snow shovels, any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove? Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. If I had to say the, the best Christmas I ever had, and it wasn't in the form of gifts, um, it wasn't really a big thing when I was a kid. Uh, what had to be the winter of 77, 78, the blizzard. Yeah. Uh, I was 13, 14 years old. And I, even to this day, I mean, we were talking the other day because Alan had mentioned something a couple weeks ago. We're going to have a Christmas on the podcast and talk about the past and stuff. And I don't have a lot of uh, fond memories of Christmas when I was a kid. But the one year I do remember very, very well was this the blizzard of 77, 78. And anybody that lived in the Midwest would know that. But yeah. I I will never forget the times that we had playing in the blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the we I mean, had snow on the ground when I was a kid. We had snow on the ground from Thanksgiving through April. And we were off school from January? Yeah. For a month. A for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, a month. we came back for like a week, and then we're off another two weeks. Yes. I mean, it was, yes. uh, it was crazy. You yeah. know, it, it drifts as 
drifts would drift up to the the rooftop of houses. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. You know, I remember being when we went back to school. The the snow on the sides of the road was as high as the windows on the bus. Yeah. 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 But right. uh, one thing I remember really well is I saved up a lot of money at that time. I was working at the Mounds Restaurant as a as a dishwasher or whatever, and I saved up a bunch of money and I bought a bicycle, and I bought a Redline bicycle. So anybody that knows anything about BMX bicycles is I owned a Redline. And I paid a lot of money for that red line. But I rode that in the snow in the blizzard of 77 and 78. And I can tell you, it was some of my best memories ever as a kid. And it was probably some of the worst times financially for parents and kids and families and stuff. Because the economy was in the dumps. Uh, The blizzard. No, it was horrible. The blizzard. Shot everything down. Killed everything. Uh, But you know what? People survived. Neighbors helped Mm. each other. Uh, so, I remember making ice cream with snow and oh yeah, you know and things like that and that's the stuff that we did, and and that's probably my fondest Christmas memory of my life up until I had kids. <coughs> so uh, yeah. So talking about the blizzard, so I lived on North Dearborn Road, which was a main we're calling artery, right? And so yes, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, finally, you know, after a couple of weeks of bulldozer, it was Ted Wells, literally a bulldozer, yeah, I'm, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> open the road so then people would go to work and it ultimately gets stuck so we had our little brigade i mean i was young then i was in the fifth or sixth grade i think yeah uh and then there was older kids but we'd look outside and you see a car stuck so blam i mean it takes five minutes to get her all all (laughs) right we were out there getting the car out right and we get back in and just get start getting warm blam there's another one stuck and finally you know after a while my mom said you need to you need to stay in this time right you can go out next time because i was one of the younger kids uh but I mean, people that just don't understand what that was like back bread then. Bread sacks on our feet. Oh, oh yeah. We put our boots just, on. Well, yeah. you oh, remember that? Oh, yeah, right. Put socks on, then bread socks, yeah. and then yes. bread bags, yeah. then bread another bags, pair of socks. Right. You know, it's, right. f- it's yeah. funny. Somebody mentioned something about the twist ties and the bread wraps. And yeah. I was thinking, you right. know, all the talk about recycling. Man, we recycled all Everything. the time. Oh, yeah. And one of the things yeah. I thought about was... Inside my Converse tennis shoes was three three layers of socks and yeah. a freaking bread bag. Bread that's man. right, and a bread bag. And, and that's, that's how right. we trekked around in the winter and Absolutely. through the snow. and, yeah. and, and all Rubber band stuff. to keep they the bread bags up. They yeah. don't yeah. know the misery that we lived. Well, yeah. it wasn't I mean, misery, though. But then we did to us. You we, look back, was, and yeah. we loved it. Think, yeah. It was great. It was a great but time. Uh, I'm sure our parents didn't love it so much. Well, so 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 my parents both worked in Cincinnati. So when when the blizzard was coming, the news reports was coming, my oldest sister um, lived in Western Hills up you know yeah. if you know where the Western Hills Bowl is a few mm-hmm. streets up from there and so they come home hearing all these weather reports they knew there wasn't going to be school the next day they packed us all up we went to my sister's house so they could make it to work right right or have the best chance of making right. it to work right so we went up there, and my cousins lived four streets over from there. So my brother and I spent most of the time at my cousins because after the blizzard hit, and we were we were going out sh- shoveling sidewalks and shoveling out driveways. You know, they have <coughs> up in that area. They got a lot of those Cape Cods, and they got the the garage in the basement. Right, right, yeah. This so yeah, right we down were shoveling. I mean, they were level. Yeah, you know, they were level, and we were digging them out. Right. I mean, we were making, you know. <laughs> freaking crazy money for i was freaking 11 yeah. 12 years old and we were making crazy money and we go down to the we go down the the, the uh, western hills bowl 
and we blow it. I mean, it <laughs> right. was like it Doc was, Hollywood's yeah, right. Man. Yeah, yeah. You go yeah, down so there, blow it, shoot and pull, video shoot and games, pull video and games, <laughs> pizza, right. go yeah. the Pizza Hut up the street. Yes. So for people oh, that, that don't understand, crazy. I mean, literally, we had a couple feet of snow, but then we had drifts. You know, oh. up to twenty feet high. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, we, crazy. yeah. When we, when, so then, once they got the roads a little cleared enough, it wasn't that they opened up. They still didn't know about schools, but my parents packed us up and said, "Hey, we're going. We're make, basically going to go back a home. Supply run to yeah. the house. Well, we had some livestock. We had to make sure right, we right. took care of that and stuff like that. And I'll never forget on Route One between St. Leon and uh, Southgate, and you got those dips, and you yeah, had right. more dips then. And we're going through. I mean, they had they had plowed through there, and on either side of the car was was ten foot of snow. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. crazy. So it, it was, was like, so bad. Wow, this is this it was is so crazy. bad. I, I remember after it was bulldozed open, and then we got another snow. You know, we finally went back to school for a week. Got another snow, so they had full size road graders going down the road plowing. The road grader got off the side of the road right by my house and got stuck. A six-wheel drive road grader yeah. stuck. That's how bad it was. Yeah, I know. We were behind my house. We had drifts. We were digging tunnels. Tunnels in them, yeah. Well, oh, and building yeah. igloos that you could stand up in. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget that I'm digging a tunnel. My brother, we're, you know, one was digging, and then the other ones are pulling the snow out, you know, because we're going in 15, 20 feet. We'd build an yes. igloo. Then we'd turn a corner and go to build another one. Well, I'm, I never forget. I'm, I'm digging in there. I'm shoveling through snow and pulling it behind me. I shoveled in this dark sparrow was buried in the snow but was alive because I shoveled the snow the snow dropped and the bird flew out the tunnel oh, wow. past me and my wow. brother I ducked down and that sparrow whew, he was out and well, gone and I'll I'm tell like, you, I don't know how long he was in there but speaking of that there's a few weeks later when we were back in school yeah there was one of our schoolmates I don't remember Todd God rest his soul he's, Todd, he's not around anymore yes. and he lived he lived real close to the school I remember and they had those big piles of yes. snow that they they shoveled off of the parking lots and he tunneled into one and got Got stuck. Had to be rescued had by the fire department. Yes. Pulled him out. He's blue. Yeah. But oh my god. He never. I don't think yeah. he ever lived that day. <laughs> yeah. Lived yeah that I remember day. that. Yeah. But uh, we he, just he, talked he, about he, that guy, the other day. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, could you imagine though? Think about it. we were, you know, the tunnels we were crawling through. But then when we'd get inside, we were digging. Yeah. But you know, that you could stand you up. Know, in. You think about that, and you, that time was like the Christmas forever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. We got off for Christmas break, and we never went back till yeah. February. And we didn't have to make it up in the summer. And yeah. Right. And the best part was after like we're not any stupider either. <laughs> no. Well, I don't well, think well. Uh, so Alan, what was yours? So, so mine wasn't a gift. It wasn't. It was a memory that happened me- for multiple years. So, <coughs> uh, my my grandma and grandpa Evans lived on River Road. So my cousins, and particularly my cousin uh, Rebecca, who's the same age as I am. Um, we only got to see they they lived in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, then Minnesota. So we only got to see each other a couple times a year, uh, and then my cousins in Pennsylvania as well. So we would always get together on Thanksgiving, and that was the big rabbit hunt. So it was our tradition. The guys would all get together, all the brother-in-laws would go out rabbit hunting. So finally, I got old enough to take my BB gun and go rabbit hunting. Uh, but then Christmas came around, and to me, my Christmas at my grandma and grandpa's—that's the best memory, you know, for years. Uh, it was just the whole thing. You go in the wood stove would be going, the Christmas tree'd be there, just the food, uh, the food. My cousins, who I only get to see once or twice a year, 
there was just nothing like that. And that's my, till this day, until I die, that'll be the best, probably the best memory. I mean, I got some great memories once I had kids, getting them, seeing their eyes yes. on Christmas morning. But growing up as a kid, my best memory would be there on the farm. Uh, you know, my cousins are there. Right. And it's just just a lot of great memories. That's great. So, that's and, great. and that's what it's about. Christmas is about to me. Uh, and I hope I can replicate that for my family in the coming years. Right. So, yeah, once you once you have the grandkids, I, you know, our kids, yours, your kids were our where ours were where Christmas was kind of not fun anymore. It's like, yeah, okay, you, you know, you did, you went through the paces, but it lost its, I don't know, pizzazz and the the, the excitement of it. But then as soon as the first grandbaby hits the, you know. It's it's starting all over again because you get the first Christmases and the, you know right. the just the excitement in their eyes and and seeing it and I mean that's when it becomes fun for that again and like you said then start building the memories for them and, right uh, you know we did something uh, about s- almost six years or maybe seven years ago and uh, I told the boys um, you know and they were early twenties I said um, if you want to. F- I have this plan. If you want to be involved for next year for Christmas, this is what it's going to be. And I said, what's that? And I said, uh, your job is to give your mother $10 a week until next year on Christmas Day, and I'll tell you what it is. And I said, what? And I said, it's, it's $10 or more. You give your mom $10 a week until next year, so it equals five twenty five hundred twenty dollars uh, We have somebody at Table 12 who just about took a tumble. Yeah. <laughs> Too much and, chocolate. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we went through the whole year and <laughs> cheers. <laughs> we went through the whole year and uh, my younger son is pretty excitable about things. He, he it drove him nuts. I don't understand. I need to know what this is for. I don't trust you, mom. And like, wait, wait, you don't trust me, mom. And then my older son is like, whatever, mom and dad's doing. Uh, him and his wife early at that time was like, just do it, right? right? So they would come in and Margie would put money away for him to give us money. And, and Margie and I planned the whole year. And then um, we got down to it. And uh, the day before Christmas, Cody gives me the last bit of his deposit for his $520, right? And it's like 100 bucks, right? So he's right. like way behind. Right. You know, and Corey's telling him, you're an idiot. You know, you need to work on this. And uh, – so what we did with that year was um, I saved and saved for a couple of years, and and we uh, we we did, we scheduled a cruise, and it was all inclusive, flights, transfers, everything all inclusive, and the money that they had put back was they didn't know, but was their spending money. Nice. And uh, and so for Christmas we uh, we gave them a uh, as a, a folder, big folder like a Christmas card, and had a picture of the plane and the the cruise ship that we we're going to be on, and all the transfers, and on the other side. We fanned out the cash and put on her and said, this is your spending money, right? That's so awesome. Cody <laughs> opens his up, and he's got $520 spending money. And he's looking at the money. We didn't tell him. So here's your money. And he's like, what's this? I said, that's your spending money. And like, what? I got your spending money. And then Corey opens his up, and he has $1,800. And Corey goes like, yeah, we're going to have a real good time. And him and Ashley had saved so much. And... They had just kept putting it back. And Corey's like, whatever mom and dad's doing, buy in because we're in on this. And then Cody's like, now he's like, he, he'll he double down on everything now. Uh, but I can tell you that was probably one of the best things I we had done for Christmas or for life because we taught our kids a couple things. One is you have to have a plan, right? And if you have a plan, 
it's time. And when you do that time, we had an absolute great time. And we've done it a three or four times since then. But the idea, it gives everybody, a, it gives somebody something to look forward to. Right. And it right. did. It taught them how to, how to transfer in and out of countries and how to use a passport and everything else. And it was great. But that was probably one of the funnest Christmases in the 20 or the 32 years that my wife and I were together was that year. Uh, because we really got to put together. And then we spent Christmas to May having a weekly or bi-weekly plan of meeting what we're going to do because none of us have ever done it. It was a great time. So give give time. I will tell you if you can give time. Yeah, you know, and and like my memories, that was time. That's time. Yes, absolutely. um, Yes, yes. You know, and and I hope I can duplicate that for my kids and grandkids. And that was part of, you know, I, I wasn't able to purchase... Uh, my grandma and grandpa Evans's place. I got my grandma and grandpa Stanger's place. So right. I remember for a short time we had Christmas in the old house before they bought the trailer. Right, and it was it was great because my cousins on the Stanger side they had a big family. We couldn't fit in the trailer, so once they had the trailer, we had to alternate Christmas. So we ne- were never with my cousins because we wouldn't all fit in the trailer. Yeah. But I remember you know in the early seventies we did it in the old house here. And everybody, you know, everybody was here. So it was, there's nothing like getting family together and enjoying the holidays. So, I agree. Because yeah, the, the presents you get are gone. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's not about the presents. You wear out, throw away, get something else. But the, those things, those memories are, are what goes forever. So we're going to take a short break because my glass is empty. So what were you drinking, Ruben, before we started? Uh, my my last drink was the uh, St. Elmo's bourbon that you had uh, with the cherry. Yes. And that is excellent, by the way. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So, Dwayne, what were you been drinking? I'm in my oven and Coke. I'm the simple guy. You're the simple guy. Jeff? I got some Yellowstone bourbon. Oh, there you go. I'm mixing a little bit so, with a, a little bit mixer. That's funny you talk about Yellowstone bourbon. So they're going to be fe- – have you watched the show Yellowstone? We just got it. We started this last I watch week. It. I so watch they, it always. They, they, this year in this season, they're going to be a uh, featured advertisement for Yellowstone bourbon. No kidding. Huh? So um, you might want to know – do you know how I know that? <laughs> so, <laughs> So last at the end of last uh, week's podcast, I said, "Hey, there's another podcast you should listen to. If you get a chance, two sh- two shots on a barrel." So they got a chance to, and they interviewed a guy from Yellowstone Bourbon who's down in Kentucky as awesome. well. Great, and uh, he, he led on to that. So that's pretty cool. You're drinking Yellowstone. So did you yeah. hear, did well, you hear him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I've been listening to the podcast, and they've been referencing Yellowstone Bourbon. Off and on the few. Yeah, I didn't hear that particular one, but uh, so I yeah. decided to pick some. Since up. you're Actually, on the Yellowstone, night. real quick, Alan, you watch it, right? Anybody else watch it? Uh, I've watched I, it I watch intermittently. It. We, Robin and I yeah. watch it religiously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm on like episode three. Oh, that's the Hangman. Okay, it's that's good. what it's, I need to hear. Good. I need to hear you say that. Hang in there. Yeah. It's, okay. It's. Uh, I mean. You know. I mean, look, you got a western with Kevin Costner. How can you not hang in there? Yeah. No, I agree. I just uh, we were like, eh, okay, let's let's hear it, right? I want to hear everybody's so, opinion. So, so, and I I've been drinking Crown. You know, I'm the oddball here. I'm not drinking bourbon right now. I'm sorry. I'm drinking blended whiskey, which has bourbon in it. Yes. So, when we come back, we're going to talk about. We just talked about our, you know, our great memories of Christmas. Everybody's got some bad memories at Christmas, sure. whether it's a Christmas vacation that went wrong, 
presents that went wrong or whatever. So we're going to come back. We talked about our best memories. We're going to talk about some of our worst memories. There you go. So we'll be right back. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and you've been listening to Across the Line 1524. Oh, what a fun time we had talking about our some of our great Christmas memories uh, growing up and then some of our good memories you know, uh, that weren't so old. So, you know, we're definitely in the Christmas spirit with Cross the Line 1524, and hopefully we can pass some of that on to you guys. Some quick notes. If you'd like to leave us a uh, message, you can uh, email us at podcast at Cross the Line 1524 or get on our website, www.crosstheline1524.com. Uh, you can sign up on our mailing list or leave us a message. Uh, we, we love getting feedback from you guys. Just love it. Keep it up. We talked during the podcast about shopping local, and, you know, I quite honestly can't emphasize that enough. When you guys are all out doing your Christmas shopping, give your local guys a shot. Uh, you know, these small businesses have had a rough go of it, and it's not over with yet. So any business that you can give to your local community, please do it. So next week, we're going to talk about some of our not-so-fun uh, times at Christmas. Uh, maybe memories that uh, we wish would have went the other direction. It's a good time. Um, so we have one thing to say for you guys. So for Jeff Montag, Dwayne Bischoff, and Reuben Hunt, I'm Mylon Stanger, and we're saying... Merry Christmas! the door.